What's up, guys? So what's on my mind today? Regulations. So today I'm going to talk about regulations. What they are and what they are not. And then I'm going to try to figure out why is this such a bad word in the Republican Party. Regulations, that is. Now let's get into this. The term regulation in its most simplest form means rule. As defined by Merriam-Webster, regulation is a rule or order issued by an executive authority or regulatory agency of a government and having the force of law. Now let's remember that. A regulation is a rule or order issued by an executive authority or regulatory agency of a government and having the force of law. Now regulations aren't anything new. Remember, in its simplest form, Regulation is nothing more than a rule. Early civilizations, such as Greek, Egyptian, Roman, and others, all had some form of regulations or rule, if you will. These regulations made things like trade easier by standardizing measurements, weights, and currency. Take, for instance, the Code of Hammurabi. These were rules set forth by a Babylonian king the Code of Hammurabi, or laws, or regulations, helped cement standards for business interactions, among other things. But those weren't the only places where regulations were found. Regulations were also found in customs, norms, and especially religions. For example, Jews and Muslims would have regulations in place about certain foods that a member of the religion could eat, how to prepare the food, how to pray, or about work on the Sabbath. Now let's revisit the Code of Hammurabi for a second. You see, not only did it list some 292 regulations, but it also set fines and punishments to meet the requirements of justice. One of these punishments that we all are familiar with is an eye for an eye. I mean, literally, if you harm somebody and cause them to lose their eye, then you could lose your eye as a result of the punishment. Man. Now the threat of punishment is the essence of what makes regulations work. The punishment holds someone or some company accountable when something goes wrong. Now let's take a turn and look at the disaster that was the Texas winter storm of 2021. It all started when record low temperatures rolled into the state of Texas and placed a tremendous amount of stress on the Texas power grid system. Reports started to come in of power grid sites failing because of lack of winterizations, compounding this stress and nearly causing the Texas electrical grid system to collapse, as reported by the Wall Street Journal on February 24, 2021. The Electrical Reliability Council of Texas also known as ERCOP, manages the flow of electrical power to more than 26 million Texas customers. Now, because of the stress on the system, they had to make some critical decisions about how to decrease this stress on the electrical grid system. ERCOT landed on rolling blackouts as the solution to decrease the stress on the Texas electrical grid. But even despite these efforts, some areas of the grid still fell and some customers were left without power for hours and even days. So I can hear your voices out there. 
What does this have to do with regulations? Well, you see, the Texas electrical grid system, for the most part, is independent of the rest of the United States. Then the question becomes, why is the Texas electrical grid system independent from the rest of the United States? The Texas Tribune writer, Kate Dalbright, penned an article on February the 8th, 2011. Now, it was recently updated on February the 15th, 2021, and it was titled, Texplainer, Why Does Texas Have Its Own Power Grid? She listed as the major reason why Texas has an independent electrical grid system is to avoid feds, as in federal regulations or rules. The Republican Party, for years, have seen regulations, especially those put in place by the federal government, as unusually burdensome for business. Now, let's not soften that word. What they really mean is that these regulations can cost business money. So many times, they justify their so-called outrage with regulations as a cost that would be passed on to customers. Here's the catch, though. Nearly 100% of the cost of running any business is passed on to customers. Costs like research and development, bonuses for executives, hiring employees, and building a new facility are often passed on to customers. Republicans trumpet deregulation, or the absence of punishable rules, trusting that companies will place the necessary rules in place to regulate themselves and perhaps not pass those costs on to customers. A win-win for everyone, right? Hold your horses. The problem is, and let's refer back to the code of Hammurabi, often when there's no punishment set forth by a rule agency to find, convict, or take away licenses, companies can pass on holding themselves to a higher standard. Child labor regulations, clean water regulations, Environmental regulations have all benefited from punishable regulation rules. Simply put, if left to their own devices, companies will often do what's profitable for the company versus what's best for the people. This leads us back to the Texas winter storm disaster of February 2021. Texas had a similar event in February of 2011. If the February 2021 disaster was a 10, then the February 2011 disaster was a 7 to 8. Now, this being a 7 to 8, this gave them room to improve. In August of 2011, the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission, FERC, issued a list of recommendations to the state of Texas for improving their electrical grid system. However, the feds could not enforce the changes. Remember, Texas has its own independent grid system. The feds could only suggest changes. Here's a piece of an article from Bloomberg. When ERCOT officials were asked about the need for more weatherizations in a conference, ERCOT officials said that while it has called on companies to harden their facilities, it can't force them to do so. Companies that generate power have voluntary guidelines to follow, and they already have a financial incentive to keep the plants running during cold snaps when prices spike. There aren't any regulatory penalties at the current time for not complying with the weatherization's guidelines. 
a state law enacted after the 2011 freeze authorized the Public Utility Commission of Texas to require power companies to disclose their weatherization's effort. But the state has not gone further in mandating the precautions. And that's the rub. Who will be held responsible for the failures of the Texas electrical grid system? The loss of life. The billions in property damage. The deregulations of the Texas electrical grid system has forced people to file lawsuits to try to hold ERCOT or the power generators accountable. Of course, these lawsuits will be tied up in the justice system for years and years before adjudication. Now, to me, it doesn't seem like a far stretch to point to deregulations, the lack of punishable rules, as a significant factor in the Texas winter storm disaster of 2021. The Republicans have taken the word regulations and turned it into something that is seen as bad or harmful. When the truth is, the lack of regulations, or when regulations don't go far enough, they can cost us money and lives. Okay guys, that's what's been on my mind today. Links to the article in this podcast will be in the description. You guys have a good day. Peace out.